0: Live from Parts Unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. <laughs> Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller time. Hello and welcome to Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller and this is... Is a pro wrestling podcast. Uh, you will have noticed this week we are smashing out the episodes, and that's because I have just a lovely bunch of patrons who want to come on and uh, try to squeeze them all in was starting to become a bit ridiculous. I thought, you know what? I'll just do more episodes. And I, you know, the, the feedback to that has been great. Loads of people got in touch and said they like the more content, so I appreciate that. And of course, if you do want to sign up as well, it's just patreon.com forward slash Simon316. Even a dollar helps, it puts a smile on my face and it makes all this stuff uh, kind of easier. Kind of a cool thing today as well. Because uh, the man we have on today has actually been on The Week in Gaming. And now he transitions across to Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. I don't think that's ever happened before. So it's a first, it's a debut. And it's my man Jason. Jason,
1: how are we doing today? I'm very good, man. Thank you for having me once again.
0: Ah, uh, no, dude, thank you, man. Like, again, without people like your support, I, w- I wouldn't be able to do this, like I say. So, uh, yeah. Now, dude, obviously, we know about your gaming life, which is a weird thing to say. But it's true, we do. Uh, it turns out you've got a wrestling life as well. So fill me in, dude. Give me give me the background. Give me the material. How did you get into it? Why did you get into it? What's the deal? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Just
1: talk to me about professional wrestling and we can take it from there. Well, um, I, I got into wrestling back in 2004. So I missed all like the uh, the fan favorite action era. I missed all that.
0: Well, that happens.
1: Um, you know, I've, I've gone back and watched and recapped and stuff like that about it. Um, but I remember my cousin being really into wrestling and uh, trying to get me to watch it. But um, obviously I couldn't watch it on TV. I don't think my parent, I don't think my parents felt it was suitable when I was younger. Um, but he had like you know VHS tapes of like certain things. I think he showed me, if I remember, I could be incorrect here. I'm just going by memory. Uh, he showed me the Inferno match between Kane and the Undertaker. Oh, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> well, there you go. And I thought it was awesome. I was like, this 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 Undertaker guy, he's he's killer. Like I just fell in love with the Undertaker character. Kane was cool as well, but I don't know. I just gravitated more to the Undertaker. And uh, yeah, I watched that. I really liked it. And I don't think I just really kind of didn't follow anything after that, even though I really liked what I saw. Um, and I think I was shopping around and I wanted something new to watch. And I found a copy of uh, WrestleMania 20 on DVD. And uh, it had The Undertaker on the cover. So I was like, oh, I'm going to pick that up and watch that. And I watched that. That was the first thing I watched properly. And yeah, it just kicked off from there. And my parents had Sky Sports and I basically... Started to religiously watch Raw uh, live uh, for about three years until my dad stopped having Sky Sports. So uh, I I I've been there's been there's been a long gap, and then uh, I kind of got back into it at the beginning of last year, just before WrestleMania, and I'm just been on a tear now. I'm I'm just falling all back in love with it all over again. So what? Yeah. How how long did it take?s Obviously, it's a little while out. Of, I'm uh, yeah. you know, not being
0: involved. Things change. I mean, not a lot changes. It's kind of all the same stuff. But yeah, like when you get back into it, what are you expecting? What are you hoping for? Did it, you know, did it change too much? I mean,
1: or were you back in straight away? Um, obviously, I asked the similar questions like, "Oh, where's Triple H? Will what happened to his hair? What's going on here?" <laughs> like, um, obviously, obviously, storylines were already like halfway through storylines and stuff like that, and there's obviously people missing. People that obviously I grew up with the early two thousands like Kurt Angle he wasn't there, certain people like that. Um, but like I, I think yeah WrestleMania what was last year thirty four yeah WrestleMania thirty four was the first thing I actually watched, and uh, I just my my brain my, my, my mindset was just like ah, I just up to network and just watch it and just try to enjoy myself. Don't really think about the storylines or anything like that. Just enjoy the wrestling for what it was, and uh, what really kicked. Uh, Kickstarted me going this is fantastic was uh the oscar versus charlotte flair match
0: yeah at dude, wrestlemania good man underrated underrated
1: and like it's funny because i i never really cared for the female division back in the early 2000s when i was watching it um I, I thought it was all about you know sex appeal all this nonsense and that the women weren't really taken seriously as wrestlers and you had like you know uh, jerry the king lawler, lawler saying really kind of Stuff that I don't really feel was necessary. You know, shouting puppies and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that all the time. It, it aged like,
0: very quickly, man. It aged very yeah, quickly. Yeah.
1: And uh, so, yeah, um, that that match in particular, uh, Charlotte Flair versus Oscar, like, blew my mind. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I can't swear on this podcast, right? I think you I can, can. You can do whatever That's you want, right. man. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you wouldn't,
0: I would have just bleeped you out. So, yeah, you do whatever you want. That's right.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really awesome. Um, and from that match, like Oscar became one of my favorites in the women's division which uh, which is a shame because she went on to not do much in 2018. No, no, so, she, she, she really did not. And even now, she's won the SmackDown title. She's still not. She's kind of disappeared. I'm like, oh, that's a shame. Well,
0: I mean, there's a conversation in that as well. It's, just, I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, it's literally because she beat Becky Lynch. And the last thing WWE need now is to, you know, have anybody coming out saying they beat Becky Lynch. I think they're going to go back to it. It's one of these bizarre things where WWE seems to have backed themselves into a corner. Like, I don't think there would have been anything wrong with Oscar coming out every week saying, I beat Becky Lynch, I tap Becky Lynch out. And then Becky Lynch addresses that and says, like, you know, one thing at a time... I'm going to take out Ronda Rousey and then I get to Oscar and that'd be great because she could have won at WrestleMania and then gone straight into that feud. However you want to do it. I know it's tough because they both be champions, but it would have been interesting. And also you would have been rewarding people for tuning in and, you know, following the story and being invested in the matches rather than go, well, she had a really good match with Becky Lynch, the Royal Rumble. Let's just keep her off TV. That's what I don't understand. So so it's very, very strange. But I think that WrestleMania 34 match between Charlotte uh, and Oscar was a bit, one of the best things on the card. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, maybe in hindsight, it would have been better if Oscar had won to keep her undefeated streak alive. Because as you said, it kind of negated all of that. But it was... Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think the coolest thing about coming back to wrestling now... And you can say it's better then or better now. Whatever it is, it's fine. But I do think it's more... It's better balance when it does come... I mean, diversity, a little bit better, but not where it should. But certainly when it comes to gender equality, and a lot, not a lot of people like those kind of terms, but it's important, and I think the proof of that is right now the hottest thing on the show is Charlotte, Becky, and Rhonda. Like, that is... You know, they they got given an opportunity, and they've absolutely run with it.
1: Yeah, and uh, me and my friend, we were... Um, we are over the weekend, we just decided to go... To go back to those first few kind of early 20s, like... Uh, wrestlemania 20, wrestlemania 2021 20, 22 etc and we just ended up laughing our heads off because it would just be one moment it would be a really good like hardcore match between Mick Foley and Edge from wrestlemania 22 which I love that it's one of my favorite matches and I yeah, go from that to like a playboy a playboy match with the women I'm just like really really WWE you this is what you used to do like it's a bit just a bit like you just sigh and go no this is where they used to be that's that's, uh, that's depressing yeah i mean it's <laughs> I, I, I find it difficult to um,
0: watch these days. I I, just, I mean I, I was I mean no one ever believes me, um, but even back then it wasn't really my. It, it just wasn't. It, it just wasn't. I don't know why. I can't explain it. But it was just. I just I found it uncomfortable. Maybe my my, my yeah. mother my mother brought me up too well. Maybe I don't know. But I was always. Like, I don't really want to see women. Uh, you know, showing off in this regard. And my, you know my my girlfriend now uh she only got into wrestling uh you know when she when she met me and we I kind of showed her a few stuff and she couldn't believe any of that stuff either you know so it goes to show like I, I i it was aimed at a certain demographic which i get it and the teenage boys which were a huge part of the attitude era i totally understand what why they did it but it doesn't necessarily mean i want to watch it watch it now which i don't and also i think i prefer you know i might i i want good storylines that's why i watch wrestling i don't watch wrestling for Uh, you know second rate pornography I guess for lack of a better term (laughs) I watch it because I like good stories and I like in-ring action and the more people you can do that with the better I don't care who it is I don't care if it's men women luchadors uh you know Russians Americans Englishmen whatever I don't care just make it good make it compelling make it interesting and 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 you and you and you'll get me and you know there's the argument which we could probably talk about now I mean so you you come back into wrestling now and, you know, the the world is very, very different, even from sort of, you know, 2004, 2005, because the internet as it has grown, has beca- you know, you can argue kind of the, the, the hardcore fan base that WWE has now is an internet, quote unquote, internet wrestling base. I know there's more, there's that, that's a minority, I'm sure, but they're very vocal about it. How do you kind of approach it nowadays? I mean, are, are, you know, do you, do, you, do you read all the information? Do you just watch it for what it is? What do you think
1: they can do better? What do you think you can do worse? You know, what's your kind of overall take? I don't really know if I have really. A t- I just I just enjoy watching it for it is I suppose. Um, I I have I have like certain things that I'm just like, well they could have done that better or you know that was a bit of a waste. Like for example, the the Elias spot on Raw this week that was a waste of a of, of what however long that spot was it was a waste. Like what what were they doing there? It just didn't it, they didn't build to anything with that in my opinion. Unless they do, I don't know, but it just seems like. He's Elias. He's super over, but they've done nothing with him, really. That's stuff like that. I feel that sometimes they can... Obviously, three hours of television is quite hard to feel, I suppose. But um, sometimes I feel like, yeah, they they could have done without that or maybe put something else in its place or something. I don't know. I'm rambling now. Dude, that's all this podcast is, man. Like, (laughs) Ramble away,
0: my friend. Um, No, I think you're probably right. The, The Elias thing I don't get at all because he was... I thought doing all right as a face, and then all of a sudden he's gone again. And I was like, okay, you're back to being a heel. I don't really understand why, but, you know, I'll roll with it as best I can. But that I mean, that's thats kind of something that they're very fast and loose with in, at the moment. I mean, you know, the last couple of months alone, Braun Strowman went face for no reason. And a bit before that night, Jax had gone heel for no reason. Obviously, Elias went back to being a heel for no reason. Rusev jumped around a little bit. Alexa Bliss jumped around. Dean Ambrose, like... That, that, that is something I think they could do better with, sort of have proper established roles that you're not overly surprised about. But hey, that, that, that's just what you do. Um, well, coming up to WrestleMania 2, obviously you've got the Elimination Chamber this Sunday. Uh, what's What would you like to happen at all of those? Because it's an interesting pay-per-view in the sense it kind of gets in the way. And I was listening to another podcast today that said the same thing. It's like the Elimination Chamber just feels like this big obstacle that just you just have to get around before we get to WrestleMania is there anything you see coming out the back of it? Because really, the only thing that actually matters on this show to me is the women's tag team match. I, I, I think that um, the, the men's elimination chamber match will be good, but I don't think we're going to get much out of it because I believe Daniel Bryan's going to retain. Whereas at least we're getting, you know, the first ever women's tag team titles, which I think is a big deal. Well, I do personally.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think uh, I think that's going to be a really good match. I think um, I think the majority of the teams in in that match are. Entertaining and good in the ring, so I think that's going to be fun. Uh, I think what what Bailey's done over the last couple of weeks is just like she's kicking ass, which I which I'm I really enjoy watching. Um, yeah, and there's there's one there's one thing on the card that I'm just like well, that's come out of nowhere. And there's one little gripe I've got from Monday Night Raw about it is where oh, you got Ruby Riot versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. <laughs> I swear they must have forgotten about that during Raw because they kept promoting Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Well, it might be that if she retains. So are they spoiling it You know, to make us think, well, she's going to retain, isn't she? Like, how can she not retain against Ruby Riot? But like, it feels like they've established this match at um, Elimination Chamber, but they're still promoting WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey on the card. It just seems a bit like they're conflicting themselves a little bit there. And it kind of gets in the way of the storytelling a little bit. I'm a bit like, well, that takes me out of the immersion a little bit. No, no, I think that's one of the,
0: uh, it's a bad match as far as I'm concerned. Because I, I said it, I did, the, I did the, my predictions obviously on the podcast and I've done them for what culture they'll be up soon. But it's one of those matches where, I mean, look, Ronda Rousey could technically lose. I don't think she will, but it could be a count out, It could be a DQ or it could be something like that. But there is no way she's losing that title. Because if she lost that title... Not only would it be a stupid way for Ronda Rousey to lose anyway, but it completely upends the WrestleMania 35 main event. And it's like, well, why the, on earth would you do that? In you know, in any world. So, you, and the fact it was announced on social media and there was no build to it on Raw, I just, oh man, I don't. It's just crazy. <laughs> it is mean, absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I don't, I don't get it. I feel sorry for Ruby Wright because I think Ruby Wright is. Um, you know, I think she's decent, and I don't think she's ever been given a given a chance to to show that. And now she goes into a match with Ronda Rousey, which on paper could be good, but ultimately may be absolutely pointless. I mean, we know Charlotte's going to be in the front row, so I'm sure she gets involved, and it wouldn't surprise me if Becky Lynch comes out too, and that would be fun. I'm not saying the match is not going to be fun, and I also like this whole thing that it looks like Ronda Rousey is slowly going through everybody's in the women's division, and then, especially if she does leave after WrestleMania 35, at least she gave everyone sort of a sort of a chance. But it, the fact that there is no reason to get... And this sums up to other people's arguments. You're right, it's like WrestleMania has you Know has just yeah, it, it, it's gone the way of this match because there's simply no reason, there's just no reason to do it in terms of what you've already got planned. But hey ho, hey ho, that, that's what we've got. That you know, I don't like to be too uh, to, to be too negative, I completely can understand, uh, I, I understand, I understand that argument. What do you want to see happen at WrestleMania as well? Given that you know, I was listening to the the wrestling observer today, I always like listening to that. And, you know, even they were saying at the moment that the main event for WrestleMania 35 is certainly not, it's not decided. It may be Seth Rollins. It may be Becky Lynch. I mean, how, how would you like to see it go?
1: Um, Considering anyway, I'm, I'm a Seth Rollins fan, I, I would like to see uh, see him slay the beast, to be honest. It's ironic because I, 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 when I got back into it, I was like, oh, Brock Lesnar's better. That's cool. Like, I quite like Brock Lesnar. So I was quite excited. But the fact that he's never on television… He's the champion. He's kind of taking the wind out of out of the sails for me, for Brock Lesnar. So I would like to see Seth Ronnings win. I'm I'm sure that I'm 90 percent sure that's going to be the outcome by the looks of things. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, like I think you've you've said this before, where you know they need they need to get Becky to to hold the title up at the end because I think that's, that's going to make everyone just have that super feel good moment at WrestleMania. Do you think?
0: And I, I don't this is me playing devil's advocate, I don't think this at all. But you just said you're a Seth Rollins guy, so it'd be good to know. Do you think if he doesn't go on last, him beating Brock Lesnar for the Universal title is hampered of it? Do you think it's not gonna have the same importance because it won't be the show closing
1: scene? I I generally think that the men's division is hampered already. I think the women are just doing it better right now. So there's that there's that, in my opinion. So yeah, I think they would be it would be a bit hampered if it didn't go last. But do you think Becky would be though? Because that's the that's the choice,
0: isn't it? Well, basically, what what do you want to see the final? What's the final shot you want to see when it comes to? Yeah, when when it comes to WrestleMania
1: thirty five, like what what what's better? Well, right now, in my opinion, the uh, the Raw Women's Championship is more coveted because it's on television. So right. I care well, yeah. right now. Right now, <laughs> that's I, right true. right at this moment, I'm caring about that title more because it feels it. Like, you know, Ronda's holding that as if it's something to fight for. Whereas, where's where's Brock? Where's he? He doesn't care. He's just off, you know, off doing whatever he's doing. Like, he doesn't care about coming on television. He gets 500 grand. I don't know why he wouldn't want to come on television. Because if I was getting 500 grand for an appearance, I'd be on every week.
0: <laughs> you say <laughs> that, though, just... no, my friend. But what if they said you can have the same money, but you only need to show up once a month?
1: Uh, yeah, I suppose. There's that. Maybe it's in his contract that he only can show up so many times.
0: Yeah, possibly. I get he's a mercenary, right? But I, I I struggle to I struggle to hate Brock Lesnar because for so many, especially because for so many years, the argument has always been, well, I, I don't think wrestlers are being treated in the right way and they deserve more money. And Brock Lesnar's come up and he's he's kind of gone the other way. It's the fact that he doesn't have this sort of long... I think he's passionate about everything he does, but he doesn't have this sort of lifelong passion for it. He didn't grow up loving rest, uh, pro wrestling or anything like that. And I do think that there is something... Something to that. I mean, it, you could argue, you know, much like John Cena trailblazed for The Rock. Um, sorry, The Rock blazed tra- trailblazed for John Cena. In a way, Brock Lesnar allowed stuff like the Chris Jericho deal to happen. Like apparently, Chris Jericho has a very Brock Lesnar type deal. You now, I think Chris Jericho probably could, could have got that on his own. But I also wouldn't be surprised if Chris Jericho is saying something like, look, I want a Brock Lesnar type deal. And everybody knows what that is. I think the real issue is that Brock Lesnar has a universal championship. I don't think people would be as down on Brock Lesnar if he wasn't the champ. I think everyone would be all right.
1: I agree. I agree with that. It, it totally. I think it totally is because he's got he's got the Universal Championship, and it has been off
0: TV for 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 a long ass time too, which is it's. it's, it's I,
1: go on, I, actually, I I I have a question actually to just just put put to you and to everyone that's listening, like um basically. I, I, I have a question. So basically, if, if Roman Reigns didn't get, uh, unfortunately you know, get leukemia back, and he had to relinquish the title. Do you think it was planned for Brock to to win that that match at Crown Jewel? Was it Crown Jewel? Uh, yeah, it was. No, yeah. I think Roman
0: Reigns would have retained. I think it was just they're doing one of those Saudi shows. They want all the big names on it. Whatever we think, Brock Lesnar's a big name. And then, I mean, apparently the long-term plan was to have Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns at, at WrestleMania 35. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just stuff that I've read. So, um yeah, it's 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 fascinating, really. Um, but I, it, I don't know. In hindsight, at the time, I was convinced that Braun Strowman should win. But in hindsight, I'm not sure if that was the best idea because Braun Strowman seemed so negated by this stage, which is not his own fault. It's just how he's been booked. And yeah, the irony being one of the things that made him hamper in that position was the the terrible, terrible. Well, actually, I like the match itself; it cracked me up. But you know, the idea of the story in their in their crown jewel match was meant to be Brock Lesnar got the upper hand. over over Brock by Baron Corbin hitting him in the head with with the title and never got back. But I just took it as Brock Lesnar whipped his ass. Like, he didn't come across (laughs) like that to me, and that that didn't help him at all. So I don't know if it was the worst decision, especially if all of this sort of momentum gets transferred to Seth Rollins. I think he's a guy in a great position to make that happen. You know, he's a far more well-rounded babyface now. He he doesn't feel false. He feels very genuine. People are excited to see him. They'll burn it down thing's worked. So... Yeah, like I, I'm, 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 all right with it. I, 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 I think in hindsight it probably was the best thing to do. And we're always quick to rag on WWE, but in my, in my gut, I
1: think that yeah, I think, I think that it makes sense. And I think that um, I don't know um, if I'm accurate here or not because I don't know. I'm just gonna say it anyway. I think he's, 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 he's the top baby face amongst not many baby faces. I find there's a lot more heels on Raw right now. Is that just me? No, no, no,
0: no, it's true. I mean, they, they don't, um, they don't, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. They, they don't, uh, well, they don't have any faces. I don't know what I was trying to think of. <laughs> I was trying to think of something poetic, but, you know, they are, a, they're a heel based company these days. I mean, you know, Brock Lesnar's a heel champion, Ronda Rousey at the moment, Well, poor Ronda Rousey suffering from You're Not Becky Lynch syndrome. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Bobby Lashley is a heel champion. Our Truth is a face champion. But obviously, before that, we had basically Nakamura and Rusev who were acting as heels. Um, Daniel Bryan is the WWE champion. He's a heel. Oscar doesn't appear on TV, so it, it's very skewed towards bad guys. I think that's something they kind of want to change because we watch wrestling
1: to, to to enjoy it. So, I technically, I, I, uh, technically you just see the good guy prevail, right? Sorry, technically you just see the good guy prevail. No? Yeah, I don't think
0: we see that. I don't think we see that enough. Or at least that's my uh, that, that, that's my that's my gut towards it all.
1: This, but, I, was, I was gonna say this this is this is where it gets interesting. Like, do you feel all this build's gonna be so all the hills will topple at WrestleMania, and basically baby faces will topple all the heel champions, and then we get all baby faces? Maybe,
0: champions. man. I mean, well, if we go through what we do know. Like, I have no idea who Daniel Bryan is facing, but I feel like he's a champion that you keep in that position till WrestleMania because he's a good guy to get beat. Right? People would love to see that. Uh, so yes, I think probably you get a face champion there. I can't see any other scenario than Seth Rollins winning. Could absolutely be wrong, but that's a face champion giving the belt to Becky Lynch, face champion. So yeah, absolutely. And they could switch it around and and I hope that they do. It would be um it it would be a nice change, but you just never know with WWE, which is kind of one reason I, I like it. You know, it's there's 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 something magical about never knowing what they're gonna do. Like if you had told me Roman Reigns was gonna win that match last uh, last year at mania i wouldn't have believed it and I, I, I couldn't believe it when he did and i understand they did it to swerve which isn't always always the best thing to do but I, I like a talking point in wrestling which is really why i should ask you this is the first time i think we've had anybody on uh actually we had stan on yesterday too but uh, i should ask you about what did you think about charlotte flair at the end of the raw end of raw are you pro the triple threat match are you anti the triple threat match like i've thrown my you know, I've thrown my cards in the ring. Now I made a video for What Culture. Please go watch it. You know why WWE was right to put Charlotte Flair in the WrestleMania <laughs> main event. You can listen to my podcast on Wednesday for my justification. But, dude, you know, let me know. And if you don't, we don't agree. It's all good.
1: The, the way I'm feeling about the women's division in general, I'm indifferent because it's going to be killer. Whatever it is, triple threat. You know, if if it's Becky versus Ronda one on one, it's going to be killer. If it's Charlotte versus Ronda, everyone would be angry if it's just that. But yeah, big killer anyway, and if it's the Shrieker fate, it's it's a win-win-win no matter how you slice it, in my opinion. So yeah, it's all good. So you, you don't think that? And again, I'm, I don't, I don't agree
0: with this, but I, again, I understand the thing. You don't think Becky would have a more pivotal moment if it was a one-on-one match, given that a one-on-one match is your traditional WWOW match.
1: Hmm.
0: I get it. I get it both ways. Like I really, really, really do. Like to me, I mean, some people just don't like triple threat matches. But the the, the way I kind of see it is, But well, I, I should have said this on my video that I did for What Culture. Maybe I don't think I pushed it enough. But Ronda Rousey to me is not someone who I don't think she fits that heel role. Like I don't think she she's massive. I'm not gonna say she doesn't deal well with the booze. That's a bit mean. But I think it kind of threw her, and I don't think that's something that she's all, all too up for, if, if that makes sense. Whereas Charlotte, as soon as she came out, she was you know she loved it. She loved those booze. like she couldn't. She I, I don't think she could get enough of it. I think she was like the cat that got the cream. So, <laughs> and I think that's what you need. I think you need the heel champ that the heel, um, uh, whatever. I think you need you need a heel in the match to justify. I just don't think Ronda's that person. I don't think Ronda is that heel. I don't think she was ever meant to be that heel. I think she suffered from, you know, literally just from, what's the word I'm looking for? She literally was Roman Reigns in the sense that Becky Lynch is Daniel Bryan. And, Mm. you know, that's all people wanted to see. And all of a sudden, Ronda Rousey was in the way of that. So we'll just boo Ronda Rousey. Whereas Charlotte, as the internet and social media has shown, there is a proper vitriolic hatred for her. And she kind of understands the pro wrestling role more than that. And that's, and I like that. I like that a lot. I think that it, I just think that it helps. And that's why I think it's better. I think the match will be better too. And I think you have to, while it probably makes sense in terms of tradition to do a one on one, I think actually when you add up all the little bits, the triple threat match for me stands
1: out. Now, do you, do you think that, because I've, I've come to the conclusion that uh, Charlotte's been added to this match because WWE don't want Becky nor Ronda to take the loss, Charlotte's there to take the pin. Do you, do you think that?
0: I think that there's an argument for that, and I don't mind that at all, because, look, we take us back to, to Ronda Rousey, uh, sorry, Oscar last year, and the big problem with Oscar was we didn't want her to lose, but WWE felt the need to do that, and she's never quite been the same since. So if Ronda Rousey can actually walk out from WrestleMania 35 without ever being pinned or ever being submitted, you hold on to that and we still get what we want. And I get it. Some people actually want to see her pin Ronda Rousey. But again, I don't... At SummerSlam, before Becky Lynch did the whole thing with Charlotte, everybody loved Ronda Rousey. She was the beloved, most popular person in that division. So I don't actually think... I think we've just kind of been... uh, You know, we've been pushed off course a little bit by thinking that when really I think just Becky Lynch winning regardless is good Charlotte's got the moxie to be able to get over that it means when Ronda Rousey does come back which she will I'm pretty sure she is contracted for another two years it allows her to keep that you know the the the, the mystique and it means Becky can still get her moment and we still have something in the tank for someone to beat Ronda so I'm all right with that I just think it makes so much sense long-term planning and that's the other thing that everyone accuses WWE of not doing. They say like, oh, they're no good at long-term playing. Well, now I think that they are. And I know there's still other things you can point holes at. Like, why the hell did they hug before TLC? But again, I've said it a thousand times. If I'm going to start getting hung up on WWE decisions and about what they did with the past, I may as well stop watching WWE because that stuff happens all the time. But yeah, I, no matter what the reason was, I, I like it. I think Charlotte being in there is just a, is just a massive plus.
1: It just gives us great wrestling the, end of the day, does not Well that's it and that's what we want, yeah. right? What else yeah. do we want?
0: What else do we want? Like as long as the matches are good, <coughs> who even cares? Like who even cares? I mean, that's how I see it. But again, I understand that I watch wrestling uh very differently from from most people. I'm quite a quite a happy-go-lucky chap, so, you know. <laughs> what, uh, what, what do I know? But what about you, man? Like what, what's kind of uh, your your
1: feelings towards it all? Uh, like I said, like, I just think it's going to be a great match no, ma- no matter how you slice it. Like you know, and I think like you said, I think it is going to be a good way to kind of push storylines after WrestleMania. You know, because obviously if, if if Charlotte takes the pin, I think that's going to restart a program. Possibly could restart a program with with Becky and Charlotte if Ronda leaves. And Maybe we could have another uh, a, a more kind of where Charlotte is straight uphill. Versus Becky, than about ever because the program when when Becky went heel technically went heel. Um, I wasn't that invested in that program too much because obviously like everyone was all for Becky not being heel and everyone loved it, so it was a bit kind of weird. But if they have a proper, you know, Charlotte's the heel, Becky's the face, and have a proper program, I think that would be awesome to see that you know proper you know be fulfilled there like after WrestleMania maybe.
0: Possibly. Well, I think you do have to, I mean, what is Becky? Let's say Becky wins, right? Becky wins and she beats whoever. She's the champ. What does she do? Who does she face? Where does she go? Uh, that's the big question. I mean, you, you want to make sure you keep that hot streak alive. So what kind of position do you put her in to make sure that she stays that way? I'm not saying I have the answer, but I'm saying it's certainly something that we should look into. Yeah, I don't have answers. No, nah, no one does. That's, that's, that's why it's quite hard to, that's why it's quite, it's quite hard to book wrestling. What's your uh, opinion on stuff outside of WWE? Did you into it? Or you're pretty much a WWE guy.
1: I've I've never watched anything outside, really. That's Let's amazing.
0: Talk. Let's talk about that. Um, Why not, man? What's the? Well, there's no wrong to that, but I'm just intrigued.
1: Deny? I just I just haven't. There's only so much time in a day that I can really kind of put put to wrestling. Really. Yeah, well, of course. How much it's, do do, you, do you try and watch? Um,
0: like, do do you watch everything live? Do you watch it on YouTube? Do you do you consume it through social media?
1: Uh, I'm on the network um but i do i do have l- Ill- illegitimate means of watching the weekly shows because i can't watch them live because they're too late at night over here yeah, in the UK, right as you there. know I but do. you live it so you definitely know <laughs> uh, i'm blessed to live it
0: though man i got i got i got a cool gig there's no point pretending otherwise
1: back so. in the day i used to watch it like you know wait until like when it when it was a uh, two-hour show Monday night raw i used to wait until two in the morning watch it until it finishes at four in the morning then go to bed and then yeah, it was it was a bad idea. Get up for work at like seven. It wasn't fun. <laughs> I don't recommend it at all. Don't do it. Don't do it, guys. It's, what, it's a bad idea. <laughs> what 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 are some
0: of your favourite wrestling memories though, dude? When you look back, because I always remember like staying up for Bad Blood and Kane arriving, or I mean when Stoke Coles, i remember taking the day off. Work, uh, day off school when Stoke Coley. Austin beat the Undertaker at 1998 SummerSlam. Uh, when John Cena came back, always pops in because I'm watching a load of mates and we just couldn't believe it. Like you know, what what kind of really cements your fandom when you look back
1: into the past? I, I this is going to be maybe controversial, but I when when I look back, two thousand and four was the was the main the main year that I remember the most in terms of certain you know heels and certain uh, champions and stuff like that. And I just remember like JBL being like a wonderful heel, and I, I you know, you said a couple weeks back, you know, with man is the ultimate heel. I agree. I think I think. Second to him is pro JBL because everyone, I mean, like everyone that I spoke to hated JBL and they just wanted him to get the shit kicked out of him and he did. He got a lot of shit kicked out of him. But I just loved him for like how how much you kind of just just wanted him to just lose and he just hated his guts and he was so up his own ass. And it was a great heel. I remember I just remember yeah, him being really, really cool. I really enjoyed every week, uh, watching what JBL would do he had the championship for a long time at that point as well i think i think he was like one of the Dude, longest running champions at, it at was,
0: that point he was my friend that was his uh, that was his whole shtick
1: yeah and uh, yeah i thought he was he was really good um obviously building up to WrestleMania 21 when he obviously uh, which pretty much kick started John, the John Cena program and made John Cena a massive star that was really fun to watch uh one of the best matches ever Um, that I remember watching live I think it was Wrestlemania I think it was Wrestlemania 21 was Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels that was an awesome match from Wrestlemania yeah Wrestlemania 21 I think
0: yeah you're right I think that that was a crazy match I mean that was it's one of those matches people have been asking for for ages and, and, and they delivered
1: yeah it was it was
0: great how do you think stuff compares then to now because you know a lot of people say that the the roster WWE has now is better than ever and yet I can't remember the last time somebody talked about a match, as you've just mentioned, that they do now. So- yeah.
1: Um, I I can't help but feel like the roster's a bit bloated now. Uh, and there's too many belts. And I Sometimes I feel like the belts, like people don't act like the belts are something worth fighting for. Aside from Aside from odd occasions like you know like Becky Lynch and the women's championship and stuff like that, um, there's there's not much like the, Daniel Bryan the Hemp Belt right. I love it. I love what Daniel Bryan's doing. He's doing a great heel job, but like I'm not I'm not I'm not invested in like all these guys really wanting the belt. Do you know that make sense? Like I'm not feeling the desire for them to be champion, even though they you have these little snippets of them going I'm gonna be champion blah blah blah. Yeah, you, you can say that, but I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I'm finding it less believable than I did back in the day. If that makes sense, like people's desire for being champion and getting the belt and all that. Maybe no, I think I think that's something that
0: people talk about a lot when it comes to WWE. It's a lot why people watch New Japan and why all uh, all elite wrestling's in a good position because they can kind of start their start their belts from scratch. But yeah, you know the IWGP Championship when it changes hand, it means a big deal because you know, New Japan just put more stock in it than they do, uh, than they do, what do you call it? Uh, WWE. It's either good or bad. And But you, I think you're right. Like, this Elimination Chamber match on, on Sunday for the SmackDown men, I don't feel like there's a huge desire for somebody to win the title. At least that hasn't been put across whatsoever. And I would say that almost transitions across to Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar too. I don't think that Brock Lesnar... I don't think Seth Rollins has really come across like he wants to win the Universal Championship. I would say that he wanted to win the Royal Rumble. He wants to win Mania and he wants to slay the Beast. And that title is kind of just there. But that's a problem. I'm not going to call it a problem. That is something they've been dealing with for a while. And yeah, I would say the belts in WWE do mean less. But, I mean, it doesn't affect my watching. I think I would prefer it if they did, but I'm still here. So I don't know what that says about me. I mean, what what would you do? What do you think they could do to try? I mean, I guess it's just a rehab project. But what would you like to see them do to get that more, What just that more interesting vibe?
1: I don't have the answers. <laughs> you put me on the spot. I, I I really don't know. I just I don't know. Like I just maybe 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 give a program to like more of a kind of younger guys, kind of hungrier guys. Because I think that's the thing as well. I feel that um the I don't know how to say this. There's not the star power there used to be. Like back in like the early 2000s, you had your Sean Michaels, Kurt Angle's, Triple H's, Batistas, John Cena's. You had all these big names that were always fighting over the titles, and it was it felt like it was a massive kind of event and stu- you know stu- superstardom. I don't get that as much now. So I don't know what they could do unless they just try to because all these NXT call ups as well seem wasted. So you got all these young up-and-comers that they could really kind of push to feel get get hungry for being champion, but they don't seem to be doing that either. So I don't know. I don't know what they could do to really to to kind of rectify what I'm feeling there. Do you think I love
0: Daniel Bryan's you know eco-friendly title, but do you think when a belt can get changed that easily, it kind of taps into this a bit more?
1: I suppose question mark
0: well it's like the idea when they had the spinner belt and loads of people got mad because they said oh it, you know it taints the title and you know so on and so forth like you shouldn't be able to change it you should have one look yada 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 because i think my thing with it is I, I, you could have like a donkey you know you could but you could <laughs> you could make the donkey the prize but as long as you do enough while i'm watching to prove to me that you know the donkey is important that's all i care about right like that, that that's it just make me believe in the. That's what rest. That's all wrestling is. Make me believe in it, and if I believe in it, then you know we're, we're all good. And I don't. To me, and I'm not necessarily. I'm not even necessarily saying it's that bad. Given that you know I still watch it, but I don't really feel like that's. Uh, well, it's not. It's just not a priority anymore to them. I would say. It doesn't feel that way to me. It doesn't mean that I. Again, it doesn't mean that I'm right. But it certainly doesn't feel like the. Yeah, like the, the thats what they consider to be important. I think getting people over is important, and I think you know making sure the machine keeps going is important. But and I think that's one of the reasons they don't care that Brock Lesnar's got the title because they're like, all right, well, this you know this is the decision what we, we, we decided to do, and you know we're we're cool with that because it's I I can't remember the last time that you know people were really really like wow. I have to see who's going to win this championship match. Like even at WrestleMania, I don't think it happens that much anymore.
1: I wouldn't know because I got into it last year, so I can't miss a lot of it.
0: Well, did, but can you do you do you tell a difference <clears throat> between now and two thousand and four? Like when you first got back into it and you were seeing, uh, you know, you know, you were seeing what was happening in terms yeah. of title matches and stuff. Was one of your, you know, was one of your. Sort of bugbears. Wait a minute! This doesn't really feel like. I mean, could you tell straight away this isn't what I remember? Sort of, you know, when I was when, when I was younger.
1: Yeah, yeah, I definitely can. Like, say, like um, Triple H versus Batista—that whole big, you know, the big Batista push to, to WrestleMania Twenty-One, where he puts his thumbs down and throws Triple H through the table, and it's like, you know, I'm General Raw for the for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, like that. That that you could you could feel that that you know. The whole, the whole, um, the whole storyline of that, where like they're talking behind, because he's back and he's like, okay, I'm gonna go for this championship. I want this championship. And I think having Triple H as the heel, he was like, but it's my championship, blah blah blah. Like I feel having a having a good heel that is 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 showing desire for the championship as well as the face kind of helps. Because if you look at the Universal Championship, we're not seeing Brock Lesnar on television, and you're not really. He doesn't, he doesn't really show desire that he's got it. You know, you got, obviously, you've got like Paul Heyman's going, the rain, you can defend him, blah, blah, blah. But like, because Brock Lesnar doesn't speak that much, you can't really tell that he's like all for having the championship. He just seems to be like, well, this is on my shoulder. Come back in a month. So, I don't know. <laughs> Come back <laughs> in a month. It is <laughs> like that, yeah. Yeah, it is. So it's like, I feel like, yeah, I think it's two, two halves. I think you've got to have the babyface really wanting the championship and you and you've got you've got to have the heel that is defiant and like no this is mine I'm keeping it like that's that's like the Batista Triple H feud in, back in 2005 that that's what that was and I loved it so I think think that if I, am I making sense here?
0: no no dude you're totally man that's why I'm letting you go that's why I'm letting you go dude you're making you're making perfect sense man like that's you know that's you hit them on the head basically like that that's 100% what it is like it's how do you you know how do you? I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but you know how do you, how do you reestablish these titles without, you know, without it being really, really obvious? And I don't know whether you can at this stage. Maybe that's just something you have to accept. If you're a WWE fan, you just have to be like, okay, well, I'm not watching this for the sporting aspect of it. I am watching it for narratives, and you know, you know, who knows what else. Which again, I don't think is a massive problem. I think WWE's done a lot of good over the years. I mean, look, like, and also. I mean I guessing you missed everything with CM Punk, right?
1: Yeah, um I think he was in WWE when I was watching but it was really really like early longhead CM Punk yeah. coming out. He came out to that cool situation gauge song. I forget what it's called. That's called uh, Yeah, uh, it, it was young. Remember. But yeah, obviously,
0: you know, what happened to, to CM Punk down the line is he went on that incredibly long title run. You know, he held that belt um he held that belt for ages. And but even then you could argue we never really Allowed CM Punk to he never felt like the guy. You know his world championship match was always second on the card. John Cena would be in the headline spot. I remember on one pay per view it was John Laurinaitis versus John Cena that got ahead of um that you know that, that got ahead of of that, and that's you know I I don't think that's it, it, it makes the champion look. I don't want to say it makes the champion look weak but it certainly draws a line in the sand about what you're tuning in to see. And if you're, you know, if you're longest reigning champion of the last 10 years or whatever, more than that, 25 years, whatever it was, if that person can't you know, make the kind of splash that people are looking for, and it did help the title a little bit because everybody was intrigued to see when he was going to lose, but the fact of the matter is WWE didn't put him in a position where it felt like he was the guy and he was the champion. So you ask yourself, okay, well, if the champion's not the guy, who is the guy? And it was John Cena, but John Cena didn't have a championship belt. And I, I, I do think that all. That I do think it all ties in. I do think sort of, you know, long term, it, it has an effect. Like that's what people are saying now, right? They're saying, okay, WWE's fine when it comes to the TV ratings for now, but down the line, if they do keep driving off the audience and, and they're not doing what the fans want, and you know, all the things you kind of read on the internet all the time, what do they do? in five years' time when they have to renew the contracts again? Are they able to, you know, make a big deal like they did this time? I mean, could, could you ever say, see yourself being run off by WWE to the point you think,
1: I'm not coming back? I really don't know. Like, um, unless, unless, I think, because I stopped watching it solely because I, I had no means to watch it back in the day. You know, like, I only could watch it on, like, television. My dad got rid of a certain package where i had the sports channels and i couldn't watch it so unless they unless they basically disappear then i suppose that's the only way i would i would not be able to watch it i don't don't know like i just enjoy it i just enjoy just just the wrestling in general i enjoy i enjoy the yes i can't even say that word the uh, i'm not going to try to say it because i'm going to sound like an idiot anyway i just i just enjoy like you know the physicality and just the the wrestling in general and stuff like that storylines obviously help it and I really enjoy some of the storylines involved. But it's all about in-the-ring stuff for me. So as long as that's still good, and it, is, it has been excellent over the last year or so, or since I started watching it again, so I think I'll be watching it. I, just, I, just, I feel like um, the WWE Championship should be the top prize. It doesn't feel like it is. No, it's not. It's,
0: I, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't think it is at all, no. Yeah. What, 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 What would you say is the top prize?
1: Maybe that donkey you were talking about earlier. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true
0: though, man. Right? Yeah. it's true. It's it's like um, <clears throat> oh, I don't know. It's, it's 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 wrestling's crazy. Like I I can enjoy it regardless. Like I I I just think yeah. there's something. It's just something fun about it. Like there's just something that I enjoy. And yeah, there, there's certain criticisms you can make, but I never. I never overthink it too much, but some people just get so mad and I, I, I just, I know people don't like people saying this and, but if you get that mad, you probably shouldn't be watching it. Like <laughs> <laughs> life's too short. Like life, life really is too short. And I think sometimes you just need to, you just need to put a smile on your face and see what's going to happen. Who would you consider to be your, your kind of, you mentioned Seth Rollins, but who else do you kind of tune in for? Like who else do you really look forward to seeing? You know, who, who, Who's someone that, you know, you, you'll absolutely go out of your way to see.
1: Um, Asker probably. Like it's unfortunate she hasn't been on television recently. Oh
0: well, yeah, I mean, but, it's,
1: um, it's, it's... but I, I was I was really happy when she won that uh, that triple threat that TLC. That TLC. That TLC match, by the way, holy shit! That TLC, TLC match was wicked. I had the green on my face for the whole thing. I loved it every moment. That was awesome, and I was really happy that Asuka won it because I was like, bad time. And then yeah, she hasn't been on television. But yeah, Asuka definitely. I really I'm really enjoy. She's she's so different to everybody else. How she kind of you know, goes in, goes into matches and what she can do in, in the match is quite crazy. Like, I've never seen anyone, I, you can correct me if if, if if there is other other people uh, that that her, She does that hip attack. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that before. So that was quite unorthodox. So
0: well, I quite. Well, the best thing about wrestling, man, it doesn't even matter if if somebody else has seen it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, you, yeah, if, yeah. if someone else has done it. If you haven't seen it, she's yeah, the first yeah. person. That, you know, that's why it's cool, I think. Because you know, yeah, she will be the person that you always associate that with. Even if you do see the person that you know that may have done it, you'll still be like, "Well, I, I didn't see it." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, saw, I It's true. I saw it Oscar. I know. I saw an Oscar saw it. So therefore, Oscar's the person that does it. And that's why it's so important to have a move. To have a move set, and you know, do do all all this kind of all this kind of. You know, you may not think that it's new, but it's certainly yeah. new to you because you had no. Yeah, you you had no. uh Kind of the right word, but you had no exposure to it beforehand, so it doesn't yeah. even matter if who else does. And it. it's one of the reasons you've obviously warmed towards her. So yeah, um,
1: yeah, I think that stuff's really important. It works the other way around as well. Like say, like the super kick, yeah, it's the, the super kick. I think Shawn Michaels when I think it's a super kick, but there's so many, so many uh, superstars now that do the super kick. You know, and I'm just like, are they trying to copy Shawn Michaels? They're not. But that's what I associate the super kick with, so
0: yeah, works both ways. So, yeah, so
1: you think it's an homage to them? Absolutely, do. Yeah,
0: and again, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like that's that wrestling is basically beat on nostalgia, like you know, it it it, it it's just built on nostalgia and thoughts, like you know, that's <laughs> that that's it. That 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 that's the kind
1: of thing that people think about. So yeah. speaking, sorry, uh, speak. I got something. That I just remembered that. I, how I forgot about this, I don't know. But speaking about um, coming back and watching wrestling, I am going to my first live show in May. Uh, they're coming to London. Are you going? Uh, to... Is it Raw yeah, or SmackDown? Raw. I'm going to. I can't afford both. Like I've got like ringside seats, so it's cost me a little, quite a bit of money to go. So
0: ring. How yeah. did you get
1: ringside? I just booked ringside seats. Like <laughs>
0: I, 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 man, but that's how old I am. When I used to try and get ringside seats, you had to fight for them. Well, what, what a different <laughs> world we live in. So uh, how? I mean, how how you must be
1: pumped for that, though, man. Though, right? Like, oh man, I, 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 I can't wait, man. Like this year, I, 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 this, this whole year was like, I'm going to do stuff that I've not done before that I've always wanted to do. So that was that was one of the one of the things off that kind of bucket list. And then I just thought, I'm going to see if they're coming if they're coming over like to, to the UK. I was like, i see i they come over. And it's just like they're coming in May, and it's just like I forget what the website. I think it was like Via GoGo this website, and it's like they have like they have like 40 tickets left. They're selling fast. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally looked, like I looked at, I looked for uh, ringside seats because I'm like, I don't want to be up in the rafters. I don't want to be too far away. I want to be right up close to the action. Yeah, so, so that, that's that.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, Can't i do. I tell you, man, it doesn't I'm matter. How, yeah, absolutely, man. It doesn't matter how cynical people get about wrestling. When, when you go and watch it live, it's just ridiculous fun. Like, it, there's no two ways about it. It just is. Like, it's the best. It's the, it's the best live. It's um. Yeah, I mean that's all that's all I, that's all I can say like I've seen people that tell me that they'd never want to watch wrestling and I take them along to a show and they're like oh no I take it back this is <laughs> you know, this is the greatest thing even without pyro and I won't lie I do miss yeah. pyro. I am one of these people that misses pyro I just think pyro makes everything better. Um, the, one, so, the one thing that's going to be weird is uh, not having commentary that's going to be a bit weird. It is weird you know man not a lot of people think about that before they go but it is something you have to get used to. And I mean, again, when you when you first go with people, they think there's going to be commentary blaring through the PA, and you're like, there's absolutely no way that would ever work." When you think about it clearly, but yeah, and obviously you get the advert, you get the ad breaks as well, and everything just goes quiet for a while, and you'll be able to tell when they're not on TV because somebody will get stuck in a chin lock for about five minutes. Like, <laughs> it's weird, but uh, it is fun, man. Like it is really, yeah, it just is. I just, it just, it's just a lot of fun. It's a laugh and. Dude, you'll have a great time. I
1: promise. I was, uh, uh, my friend was like, "You could take a sign with you." I was like, "Yeah, I might, I might take a Simon Miller sign." Damn Simon right. Miller three sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then you, then you can up my sign on ups and downs. Yeah, you see, can't you? I like it. It's the long game. You're playing the long game here. I like this. I respect
0: it. Now nah, do it, man. Absolutely, hundred percent. You should do it. I mean, yeah. it always makes. I, I mean, while we're here as well, any anybody does that, you you blow my mind. Just so people know, it's. Uh, it's kind of like a, a dream coming true that I never actually thought was ever meant to be a dream. So, yeah.
1: How 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 often do you see people like shouting you out with signs on on WWE television? Uh oh man, I mean it differs. I mean, yeah. In terms of people bringing signs, I
0: think it's like a few times a month. I always get people tweeting me and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's uh it's it's it's, it's mind-blowing. Like it, it really it really really is like proper it really really <laughs> is properly crazy, but yeah, like I said, it's one of those things where you, ne- I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever actually process it, because how could you? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, I, I, I never, in my wildest dreams, did I ever think people would want to, would want to bring a sign with my name. And I love <laughs> it. Don't get me wrong. And if it went away now, i feel like there was something missing from my life. But it is, uh, yeah, it's absolutely something that, 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 that it still does blow my mind. Like it really, really does. But you know, if anyone is listening now and you brought a sign, much love. You have no idea how much you put a smile on my face uh, <laughs> every time it happens. So. Yeah man like it's uh, it's it's a crazy it's a, it's a crazy world we we'll live in that's all I'll say it's, it's absolutely nuts
1: but when i um when i did book book uh, my ticket for for monday night raw um it kind of has like i'm guessing it's just like a placeholder lineup and it's it's quite ironic looking at it thinking about it now because obviously of things has happened over the last month or so and it's kind of advertising uh, dean ambrose versus seth rollins i'm like well that's not going to happen is it
0: well <laughs> who knows man it may it may be yeah. a work it may be a work for all we know there's, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's, there's no way to know <laughs> but uh, no that's going to be yeah that is going to be interesting like, i don't know i don't know what the hell's going to happen with Dean. well i mean later, let's talk about that for a while but I mean, what, what would you like to happen with dean ambrose you know here we are on on, on the cusp of whatever it is going to be. I mean, were you, a, were you a Dean Ambrose fan? Some people don't care. Not, Some not people really. are like, yeah, I'm, whatever. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, I, uh, like, because there's, there's friends of mine that are like, oh, you, did you, did you see the shield and all that? I was like, I missed all that. So I've never really had time to really kind of get behind the, the three of them together. So I never had that kind of them as a, as a team kind of bonding moment, I suppose. So yeah, I don't really, don't really, don't really care. Um, don't really care about Dean Ambrose. I remember watching when I used to, when I had that, downtime of not watching it but i used to watch bits and pieces on and off i remember watching that I, I i thought it was a terrible match the um brock lesnar versus dean ambrose match i forget where where it was it was like a street fight uh, or is something. it
0: wrestlemania 31 yeah it was it was just it before was... um just before brock lesnar was going to go back to ufc and he didn't want to have a proper fight not 31 sorry 32 he didn't want to have a proper fight so dean ambrose unfortunately caught the short end of the stick with that one
1: yeah because <laughs> it make you make it was comical. It made me laugh because they at One point I swear they they put out a chainsaw and I was like, "Really? <laughs> you putting out a chainsaw? They're not going to use the chainsaw. They didn't use the chainsaw."
0: No, someone, was- someone did the other day. Someone did actually use a chainsaw, which was it was in a Joey Ryan match. Some guy just pulled out a chainsaw, and I was like, "Wrestling's weird these days." So, <laughs> so somebody's got a chainsaw, but you know, hey ho, whatever. <laughs> you know, you 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 do you. But it was, uh, yeah, it cracked me up. It absolutely cracked me up. That's where, that's, you know, I, I'm, I, again, talking about stuff we were talking about earlier, I was never into super hardcore wrestling. Like when it's super, super hardcore, I'm always like, it's too much for me. Like it, it, I, I don't like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm too much of a prude, but I I, I, I just give me a good storytelling match and I'm fine. I'm a happy man. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, when, when it gets really, obviously you, I remember somebody telling me about there's, there's certain independents that go proper almost like, oh yeah, this is a death match, and are they going to go as far as they can until like, they die almost? I'm just like, really? Is that actually happening? What? Where it's like, it's so violent to the point where one of them could die. Does that happen? I mean, some people love that stuff. And
0: again, as always, if, if that's what people are into, then cool. But yeah, it was never really my thing. I mean, did you? I mean, I guess it was you know after your time, uh, before your time. Sorry, but you may have caught up on it. Did you ever see uh, Triple H versus Cactus Jack from Royal Rumble two thousand?
1: No, no.
0: That is that. That's kind of my limit, and that's not even that's nothing compared to what some people do. But it basically sees Cactus Jack get uh, uh, pedigreed. Pedigreed into uh, into thumbtacks, which I'll never get over as as long as I live. Like, oh my gosh, it's um, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. But anyway, such is life. That's the that's wrestling for you. You never know what's going to happen. But <laughs> hey, man, it's provided me hours of uh, hours of entertainment. So I'll, I'll, I'll never get I'll never get too too upset about it. Uh, before we start to wrap up, man, give me give me some information I like to know. Favorite wrestler, um, you know, favorite match, those kind of stuff. What really stands out. Favorite wrestler of all time? Question mark. Yeah, yeah. Triple H. Really? Oh man, I should have uh, asked you that earlier. Why so?
1: Because uh, a, a lot of
0: people don't like that shit.
1: <laughs> I, I obviously when when I used to watch it early to, in the early two thousand, I just think he did. I just think he was a great heel. I really liked him as a heel. I thought he was great. It made you know he made you. Obviously, I spoke about JBL earlier, but I still think Triple H. He jumps around a lot, so I think I think he's he's like um, the full package. He's he's a great face. He's a great heel. He's a great authority figure, I suppose. Yeah, I just, I just think I just think the guy is inspirational. And I think it's just. He's just I, I think he's got he's, he's got the look as well, and he's you know, and he's got Motorhead that opens his music. And what more, <laughs> what more can you want? Yeah, it's, true. it's
0: all right. It's all
1: right. Um, what What do you think of what he's doing
0: now? Obviously, you know, basically taking over the place one step at a time.
1: Um, I actually, uh, I watched I watched an interview with uh, Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels on the stone code podcast. And they were talking about how, um, I think the interview was, was about 2015, I think. And, uh, they were talking about how, about, about Triple H and how he, he has the secret missing puzzle to, to basically taking the WWE to the next step. They were saying how Vince McMahon, the missing puzzle piece of Vince Vince McMahon doesn't have is looking at the business from the wrestler's standpoint, uh, but they were saying that Triple H has that missing piece. He can see the business from a wrestler standpoint, but also he knows the business from a business standpoint, and that can only mean good things going forward. So, I'm quite excited to see where where the where WWE goes when obviously that time for Vince McMahon to step down, where things go because I think there's there's a bright future when when Triple H is 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 in in charge of things i think it's going to be really good
0: i do think having a wrestler who also has a business mind is is good that's another reason you know why i'm excited about aew i just think that there's there's a lot of logic there i think if you understand what the wrestlers are going through you probably can create a working environment that yeah that everybody likes just just yeah yeah. but we'll find out (laughs) we're definitely we're definitely going to find out there's no there's no two ways about it uh right dude is anything else you want to touch on before we uh
1: we, we wrap this bad boy up uh, no, not really. I'm all good. Okay. It's, been, nice.
0: it's been a good conversation. It has been, I love them. I always, they, they're always fascinating, <laughs> these things. I absolutely love them. Well, Jason, my man, thank you very much as always. I appreciate You're you coming on. I'll have to get you back on the video game next one time to keep jumping back and forth. Uh, yeah. But but uh, it, fun. Yeah. Uh, you want to in any Twitter links or anything like that?
1: Uh, I have my own podcast. Uh, do? Cool. I know this. Uh, I have my own podcast called Podcast in Stone. It's a podcast. The only The, the only podcast 100% dedicated to Iced Earth uh, where we go through their entire music career. Ice Earth are a heavy metal band if no, if, if people don't know. Uh, yeah, I love them, The favorite band of all time. Uh, we go through their whole 30 year history and touch on all their albums and we've interviewed all, all, all the current members and a plethora of um, former members. We are literally living the fan stream and so you can find us at youtube.com slash stone uh facebook.com slash groups slash stone we're on spotify uh, just just search podcast and stone all one word on spotify and you can find us at podbean at podcastinstone.podbean.com
0: there you go there you go all the information uh, again you can watch this podcast as well at youtube.com For us to submit a report rules do give that a subscribe uh, instagram twitter simon 316 if you're on itunes give us five stars and of course of course If you can support me on Patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316, I would greatly appreciate it. This is the last episode for the week. I will now give you a break from Simon's Pro Wrestling Podcast. But thank you very much for listening to me, and I'll still talk to you again very soon.